Welcome back to Kristen Simple Life Podcast. And um, if you've listened to the last few podcasts, I really dove into the life of Elijah. Um, I talked about um, how him defeating the prophets of Baal in Master It, Finish It, um, in the Master It, Finish It episode, how him defeating the prophets of Baal and then Jezebel threatening his life um, kind of applied to how I was feeling about finishing my master's and then applying for the doctorate program. And then in What's Next, um, I talked about how I went ahead and applied for the doctor's, you know, program, and then I got accepted. And so um, I want to kind of continue with the life of Elijah. It It works perfectly for what this episode is about so I'm going to dive right in. I'm going to read from um, 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 1 through 7. And it says, Now Ahab told Jezebel everything Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah to say, May the gods deal with me be it ever so severely, if by this time tomorrow I do not make your life like that of one of them. So this is Jezebel threatening now the life of Elijah because of what he did, defeating the prophets of Baal. So in verse 3, it says Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba in Judah, He left his servant there while he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. The wilderness, y'all. He came to a broom bush, sat down under it and prayed that he might die. I have had enough. Lord, he said, take my life. (laughs) I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the bush and fell asleep. So I want to stop there for a moment. So he have defeated all the prophets of Baal. Jezebel has threatened his life. Now he's he done ran and hid. And now he is throwing a pity party. After he done all of this, he's like, I just want to die. Just take my life, Lord. <laughs> I'm ready to give up the ghost. So how many times in our life do we just feel? feel that way, right? We, we, we have so many accomplishments. I talked about this in the Master of Finish It and in the What's Next podcast, and, and we just we just ready to give up. So to continue on, it says, all at once, an angel touched him and said, get up and eat. Verse six said, verse six says, he looked around and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coils and a jar of water. He ate it, talking about Elijah, he ate it and drank and then lay down again. Verse seven, the angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, get up and eat for the journey is too much for you. So he got up and ate and drank strengthened by that food strengthened by that food he traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached Horeb the mountain of God 
There he went into a cave and spent the night. You want to know basically what this means? Bruh, you need some sleep. You need some sleep, bruh. (laughs) You need to go to bed. You need to stop being up late. It also means that you need to eat well. So in a nutshell, he was running for his life because Jezebel threatened his life. He got scared, went and hid in the wilderness. In the wilderness, he was in the woods. He was in the forest. He went and ran into the wilderness and then threw a whole pity party. Just wanting God to kill him. Just let me die. But then the Lord sent an angel. Sent an angel, cooked him a real good meal, y'all. Elijah ate, took a nap, got him some sleep, got up and ate again because he was doing so much. It wasn't enough for him to have one good meal. He ate again. He drank some water, replenished his body and his soul, went back to sleep. And if you continue to read on, this is when now the Lord sends him help. So he's he's going to have Elijah um, anoint Elisha to be uh pretty much his his assistant but then you know as the story goes on Elisha um walks in the same power that Elijah had so um you would have to read on maybe we'll talk about that you know later at a later time but again it also says that he needed some help so it's amazing when you have a good meal when you drink some water not other stuff like Kool-Aid but water Get you some rest and then get you some help. These are principles. There, there is so many principles in this chapter. Get some f- good food in your system, good healthy food, a good meal. Okay. Get you some sleep and then get you some help. Food, sleep, help. Three, three principles here. So I want to talk to you about sleep today. The Eastern Health, also the National Sleep Foundation says that the importance of sleep, with the importance of sleep, it is the same as eating well. You have to eat well, sleep, and that quality of sleep is is essential as eating well and being active. So when you're eating well and being active, it's equivalent to getting quality sleep. Quality sleep. Not just sleep, but quality sleep. What does quality sleep look like? That might mean that you should not have a TV in your room, which you really shouldn't have a TV in your room. But if you have a TV in your room, you, you, if it has LED lights and lights and things that are on at night, you need to cover those up because your brain is still active at night. Your brain is still active. So if all those lights are on, if you're going to if you're going to bed with the TV on and you're hearing, you know, you think you sleep, but your brain is still hearing everything that is going on on that television screen. So really, you should not even have a TV in your room. But if you're going to have it in your room, there are things that you need to do if you're going to have that TV in your room. Um, I know that studies show that you should not be on an iPad or your phone 30 minutes before sleep. You need to be off those things at least 30 minutes before you go to sleep because those things play a role in the quality of sleep. And then you really need to go to bed at a decent time. 
So if you are getting the good sleep that you need, know that that's going to impact your physical health, your mental development, especially in children. It affects cardiovascular health, behavioral, performance, the way you learn, the way you solve problems. It even has an effect on memory. Lack of sleep can cause aggression, that's yelling, irritability, impatience. When you're, it also will cause you to eat unhealthy food. Did you know that? The lack of sleep will cause you to eat unhealthy food. So if you're not getting good sleep, you're probably not eating healthy either. And all of those are going to play a role in your cardiovascular health, in your mental health, in your energy levels. Motor vehicle accidents happen when people don't get sleep. It's, it's actually equivalent to driving drunk. If you have sleep, lack of sleep, sleep dep- deprivation, and you're driving, it is the same as driving drunk. Did you know that? So the National Sleep Foundation recommends that with newborns, newborns should get 12 to 18 hours of sleep. Infants should get 14 to 15 hours of sleep. Toddlers should get 12 to 14 hours of sleep. Preschoolers should get 11 to 13 hours of sleep. School age children should get 10 to 11 hours of sleep and teenagers should get eight and a half hours of sleep okay but what about adults adults generally should get eight hours of sleep columbia university does state that if you are between the ages of 18 and 65 you require seven to nine hours of sleep And if you are over 65, you require seven to eight hours of sleep. So basically, y'all, you should be getting at least eight hours of sleep. Four hours ain't cutting it. Four hours of sleep, you're probably not eating well. You're probably irritable. You're probably tired. Your Your energy levels are probably low. And even people that say they don't need it when they are studied in behavioral uh, research, it still equates to them not being able to function properly from day to day. Sleep is so important. So if it's so important, why do we not do it? Even in the scripture, it clearly says that Elijah, he needed some sleep. He went to bed. And the Lord had to send an angel. He had to send an angel to Elijah to, to have Elijah go to sleep. And the meal was probably so good, he, he had itis, right? <laughs> the meal was probably so good. How many of us don't eat healthy? Uh, we don't even want to answer that question. Because the fried chicken seems really cool, right? The burgers and the fries... And the Kool-Aid and the soda, you know, you, you drinking a Mountain Dew all the time. And you couldn't run if it was to save your life. 
men? What about you as the protector of your home, right? The Lord has put you as the head of a household. You are the, you are the, the first point of contact. You are the protector of your home. Could someone come in and take you out because you're not even healthy enough to fight back for your family? And we're not talking about someone with a disability, uh, disability, although I have seen people with disabilities like can probably sometimes protect you more than somebody without a disability. Because I've seen some things. I have seen some amazing things with people who are determined, right, who have determination. But if you are the first line of defense, but somebody can easily just, you know, push you, tackle you down because you, you're not even strong enough. You don't go to the gym. You don't lift weights. You don't do nothing. God forbid you had to run. You can't even run. This is not to attack you. This is to get you to think, okay, what do I need to do? I need to be healthy. Elijah was also throwing a pity party. He was throwing a pity party because his mind was all over the place. Why? Because he hadn't eaten and he didn't drink anything. We are supposed to drink eight glasses of water a day. How many of us do that? I mean, how are you supposed to function? See, a lot of times we think the things that we're doing for God is all spiritual. But the Bible says first natural, then spiritual. If you are not naturally fit for the kingdom, you can't just be spiritually fit for the kingdom. You have to naturally be fit for the kingdom. If the Lord says he needs you to go here, he needs you to go there. You got to do this ministry. You got to do that ministry. How are you going to do that if you're unhealthy? You can't even walk. You can barely walk. And you out of breath. You panting. These are things that you have to think about. Elijah fought a great battle. And he's going up against Jezebel and Ahab. And Jezebel was a hot mess. Oh, that woman was something else. Oh my gosh, if you go further, further, further down into the podcast, before it was called Christian Simple Life, it was encouragement from Christian's backyard, but the but all of the podcasts are still here. If you scroll all the way down, there's a podcast I talked about with Jezebel, and I believe it it's it's uh something with a raccoon. Um if you look it'll say something with a raccoon, a makeup on a raccoon or something like that. But if you scroll all the way down and you look in the notes, it is a podcast I did on Jezebel and her, her fall and how she dressed herself when she was getting ready to die. She put makeup on just to show the pride and the arrogance of who this woman was. She knew she was about to die. And instead of her trying to plead her case or ask for forgiveness or repent, she went and put makeup on. Go read the text. Scroll all the way down in the podcast. It's something, I know it says raccoon. I can't remember the name of the podcast, but if you scroll all the way down, you should see it. It's amazing. It's amazing the kind of woman this was. She was a true heathen. She was a heifer. (laughs) 
But because Elijah had not eaten anything, he hadn't drunk anything, and he hadn't had any rest, he threw a whole temper tantrum. Just kill me, Lord. Just take me. Just take me. And you will find out later that the Lord did take him. He was translated. He was one of the only people that was ever translated that did not see death. And that's how the mantle went on to Elisha. But it was not time for him to go yet. He still had work to do. But the angel came down and helped him. And the Lord sent him some help. So in your life, you already know that you need to eat well. We're not going into depth on eating in this podcast, but you need to eat well. Not a bunch of greasy foods is going to hold you down. You know, when you generally eat healthy, it's okay to cheat from time to time. But when you eat, when you're not eating healthy on a daily basis, wow, I mean, you just, you can't function. The other principle, not getting sleep. Let's not even talk about water, but not getting sleep, enough sleep. You have to get at least eight hours of sleep, y'all. And then you need to get some help. You can't do everything on your own. You need to ask for some help or ask the Lord to send you some help. Because, you know, nowadays people ain't really willing to help no more. So you may have to ask the Lord to send you some help. But you absolutely need to get some sleep. So I don't play about my sleep. I, I get made fun of because of my sleep. I'm generally, I'm, I'm not up till two digits. <laughs> my body starts shutting down, y'all. Really, at 7 o'clock, I, it's, my body starts shutting down. The circadian rhythm, it starts shutting down. And you should already know that our wake cycles are governed by the sun. I don't know what people do that live in Alaska. But, you know, I know they have special curtains for their nighttime or whatever, but their sleep cycles would definitely not be like ours, you know, um, in this southern sphere. It would not be like theirs. Right. So if you live in Alaska, you listen to this podcast, you live in Alaska or you live somewhere where, you know, the light and in, in, in night cycles are kind of off, then your circadian rhythm is going to be different. The way you sleep is going to be different and your body will adjust to the way you sleep for people that work in the emergency field. So they may have to work, you know, nights or they may have to work, um, you know, as as a firefighter or something like that. Nurses, doctors, their sleep cycles will be different. Now, those people do still suffer. If you if you do research, those people do still suffer because they are in the U.S. where, or the Southern Hemisphere at least, where the day and, and night cycles are a little bit off. And this is another reason why I really wish that our government would stop messing with time. We need to leave time alone. I think the the worst daylight saving time is this year. We we fall back an hour and somehow it's, it's getting darker two hours earlier than, than it was before. It's just so weird. We really need to leave time alone. So, because it's, that's not, that in and of itself is not healthy. We need things to be natural, right? But if you live, you know, in a, in a, in a state like where I am in Georgia, Texas, you know, you know, you know, 
where we generally have eight hours of sunlight or 12 hours of sunlight and 12 hours of night, um, then, and you're not working those crazy hours, you got to be disciplined. Because if you're not disciplined, at some point, you're going to be throwing a hissy fit just like Elijah did. Just dramatic. I could just see him in full dramatic. Just need an Oscar. Just fall it all out. Lord, kill me now. Take me now. You'll be wanting to go, though. You will be wanting to go if you have defeated all of those prophets you doing all of this work in ministry, all of this work in your career. You know, you have your children, you're doing whatever, X, Y, Z. And then you're not getting no sleep and you ain't eating. Something ain't right. So you do need to eat well. Eating well doesn't mean eating a whole lot. That's another thing. You don't have to have, you know, Thanksgiving dinner every day. That's probably not good either. You don't need to overeat. But you need to generally eat a good meal, a good meal, a good meal, a healthy meal. Sometimes it's something light, you know, but you have something in your system when, you know, I'm a dancer. So when we perform, if it's a day that we have a performance, I don't allow anyone to eat anything heavy. Everyone has to have like a, a light salad, maybe some toast, a little bit of bread, um, water, and that's it. And we don't fast. You don't fast when you're getting ready to perform. But a light meal, sometimes that light meal is all you need to get you through because a heavy meal, I mean, you pass out on stage trying to dance. So sometimes a simple light meal, but it's a good meal, right? You got your veggies, you got your fruit, whatever the case, you got the essential things that you need to get through for that time. And then you get your, you, you're going to bed at a decent hour. I don't know what your decent hour is. Your decent hour is not my decent hour. But 11, 12 o'clock at night, mm-mm. Especially if you have to get up at 5, 6 in the morning. That's not enough time to get adequate sleep. I think that when I lay down, when I lay down in my bed to go to sleep. So I've already been off my electronic devices for 30 minutes. Okay, when I actually lay down to go to sleep, I have to calculate in my mind that it may take 20 to 30 minutes for me to actually fall asleep. So it's from the time that you fall asleep to the time that you have to get up, whether your, your body naturally gets up or you have an alarm that wakes you up. Even if I have to travel and I know that I'm taking an early flight. And I may have to be at the airport at four in the morning. Okay, I even calculate for that time because I still want to try to get eight hours of sleep as much as possible. I do a lot, so I have to have energy. And there are times I'm really tired. But for the most part, I have the energy to do what I need to do because I don't play about my sleep. So I advise you, don't play about your sleep. Don't play about your life eating healthy. You want to live a long life. You can't be asking God to help you live a long life and you can't move, you can't run, and you eating fried chicken and fried pickles every day and onion rings and hot sauce and cheese. 
<laughs> no fruits. And the only vegetable you getting is the, the iceberg lettuce that's made of pretty much nothing but water on your hamburger. That's not the life that God has chosen for you to live. That's not the life that's going to sustain you. It's not the life that you're going to be able to do all of the things that God requires of you while we are here on this earth. So, bruh, get some sleep. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I always love being able to come on here and and share with you for a moment. And I can't wait to be with you next time. Hello, this is Kristen. And thank you so much for listening to Kristen's Simple Life. For John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. If you are not saved and desire a deeper relationship with God, all you have to do is confess your sins to him and say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. And that is it, folks. You are saved. Thank you again for listening to the podcast. And if you want to follow me on social media, I am on Instagram at Kristen Simple Life. God bless you. And I will be with you next time.